Jake's Farming Now Podcast with your host, Jake Solomon. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Look Who's Bombing Now podcast. Special guest today is a Los Angeles comedian and the pride of Detroit, Michigan, Trevor Smith. Trevor, thanks for joining the show. Thank you for having me. So you got started in Detroit, is that correct? Sort of, like Michigan. I'm uh, in the I'm Michigan. From, yeah, I'm from a small town called Pinkney, Michigan, uh, which is maybe an hour outside of Detroit. Um, maybe like 20 minutes from Ann Arbor, like Issa. I don't know if any of these landmarks make sense, um, but uh, yeah. Okay. So, so your first mic was in, I guess, a suburb of Michigan? So I went, I went, I was like years into stand-up before I did a mic. And I can explain. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah, my first time doing stand-up was for my high school, Pinkney. It was like a high school talent show called Mr. Mr. Pinkney High School. And, uh, and I, as a junior, I, I did, yeah, I did stand-up and I, I won the, I won Mr. Pinkney High School. So my first time doing stand-up, I won a competition. Wow. All right. So you're, you're in high school. And there's a talent show. Is it specifically for stand-up or oh, no. is it just any? Oh, no, 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 not at all. Oh. Like, I think the people I would like, there was like someone like, like, like the lineup of people like doing, they, there was one person that did like a one man, like sketch thing of like, but it wasn't like their own sketch. They were like reenacting like a, a Monty Python sketch or something. Okay. So that was like one, one person just like butt roped. It was like a jump rope, but he just like hopped on his butt. Like, and I think there was like someone that did like magic or like juggled or something, you know, like I was by far like the one with the least amount of props and, you know, just, I, I just did, did stand up because I just that- wanted, I like stand up a lot. Like I was obsessed with it and I felt like, and there was like, say in my, in my high school, there was a, um, I wasn't really like a drama kid, but there was a, we had an improv class. Um, and I had taken that and that sort of opened the door to being funny and sort of expressing that in a way. And, um, and I think it was that teacher who was very influential that sort of encouraged me to, to just kind of do stand up, not for that competition. I think just in general, she was very supportive of, of me and comedy. That's where I sort of, the gears started turning. And then it was like, I was doing comic strips. I was writing things in the same way I would do stand up, and there was a lot of things I could illustrate. But that was like all became like the first bits that I had is like comic strip ideas that were like I could expand on because I wasn't limited to having to draw it. And uh, and then yeah, and then I had the idea to like do it, and it's like I think I, I think it was like eight to ten minutes to the first set. Like it was wow. like oh wow, that's. Uh... That's quite a bit of time. Was it your first time on stage? I mean, you, I know you did improv, but was there was it your first yeah, time? Yeah, so I did like the speaking? improv stuff, but we didn't do like show shows. I remember doing like one like intermission of like a a play or something. We the art improv group or whatever from the class like did a thing, and we would just perform a lot in class. But like we didn't do like live shows or anything. But I was, yeah, I guess that was my introduction to being in front of people doing, doing a thing. And, uh, 
and then yeah then this, that was the first time it was the first time I ever like held like a microphone like and did like you know like it was it was all that that night and I didn't really tell people I was doing it I was gonna say did you invite anybody or, or your, so your I, teacher I, like I um yeah well she she for sure came I I didn't really tell many I was also pretty quiet pretty shy like in high so this was like a way to that I was like getting out and it wasn't like a I had no fear of public speaking. I was just, I, don't know, I still am to this day. I'm not like super in your face or loud or things. So I think for a lot of people, I just didn't want to deal with the, what do you mean? You're doing stand up? Like I didn't want to deal with that. So I just didn't really tell anyone. And I remember like there was a couple of friends that were coming kind of thing. But then I, I remember like, it was like a couple days before that, like my parents found out and they're like, what? This is like, we want to come. And I was just, come on, don't go. It's the thing I'm doing. Like, and anyway, they've always been super supportive and stuff, but I kind of like, didn't make a thing about it. Cause I was like, Oh, what if I'm, what if it's terrible? Like, this is just for me. Like I'm not doing this to like show off to people. Like I, I just want to do this, this one time and that's it. And uh, uh, so, so you plan on it just being a one night only thing? Kinda. I don't know. I didn't really yeah. think past that. I had no like, you know, and then I just did it. So I was a junior and I, I won this thing and then I was just like, cool. I did like stand up, and I did it pretty well and I'm good, I think. And then it was like the next, I didn't know one. I was like, I can't like get into comedy clubs. I was too, I, I so I thought I did no research, yeah. but I'm like, there's no way I was like, look at go. So I, nothing I do about it now anyway, you know? And then I, and then like the next year that competition, they're like, do you want to judge now that you're a senior, but you won it last year, do you want to like judge this competition? And I was like, sure. If I can do a set up top. Right. And yeah. I just did the exact same, like <laughs> the exact same set that I did a year prior. So my first two times were in front of my high school, a year apart. And yeah. Did, did the jokes hit just as well as they did the first year? I don't, I honestly don't really remember. I remember I had a lot more confidence Cause I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I just do, you know, I'm a comedian. I, I just stand up, you know, like, right. and, you know? And so I, I had a year of, of, you know, that. And, uh, and I had gotten, I think just more, probably just more confident in general that year. But, um, you know, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't really remember. I remember the first one more. And I remember I didn't definitely didn't write anything new because I didn't, that wasn't even a concept to me, like writing, yeah. material, you know, I just, I had this and it worked that one time. It's going to go do this again. Uh, and so, and then the next time I did, it wasn't until a year later. So, do you, do you remember some of the jokes that you wrote? Um, sort of like, or just general uh, concepts, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, did you talk about homework and stuff? Uh, not really. I I taught like I had like a whole like Captain Planet chunk, and <laughs> I had a, like a bit about the Flash and stuff, like stuff I would write about. Mm-hmm. Now. And honestly, like some of those like lines from stuff, I'll 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 be writing in recent years. I've like written something. I'm just like, uh, I'll find a use for like some line that not the exact thing, but some concept that I remember thinking, you know, back then, but I don't remember how the actual jokes went, but that was kind of like superhero stuff. Um, you know, I guess 
nostalgic stuff. Uh, I had a joke that was like, oh yeah, I, I this joke I actually would even when I started doing like open mics and clubs and stuff, I would still kind of do a version of this joke. I just got better at it, but it was like a really bad first version. But it was about how like you uh um when you walk in like snow footprints, like, you know, like when you have to, after a heavy snow and you have to like get from one area to another and there's no direct path shoveled, but you're like, Oh, someone's already walked through here. I can just walk in their footprints. Exactly. <laughs> and then like that never, you know, it's like, you're out, like three steps in, it's like the most awkward step. You, there's like two really close feet then a huge one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, you know, that kind of thing. And I was like, you ever follow those footsteps? So they just stop. You're like, what happened to the guy? Where'd the guy yeah. go? Uh, yeah. That's great. So that, was, that was one of the first bits. Not that, ver- I, I feel like that version is a more recent, like something I told, like, I kind of remember that one more, but the earliest version of like, you ever follow snow, the snow footprints? Mm-hmm. I'm doing a bad job. I think setting up, but you're from the Midwest. You know what I'm I talking get it. about. I, I, talk I understand about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's great. I, I um, could see, I mean, I'm laughing at it now. I know 17 year old Jake would definitely <laughs> laugh at it. Uh, so I don't know. It was like, yeah, it was all, it was definitely all clean, like stuff, you know, it wasn't, right, like, it wasn't right. pushing any boundaries, but it also wasn't really like, uh, too specific to like the school it was stuff like that it wasn't like have you how many people here are in biology you know or whatever it Mm -hmm. it was it was just kind of generic uh enough stuff that i could carry it with me when Mm -hmm. i did then go and do my first other sets did uh for that first year for the first show did you did you have nerves before the show, during, on stage, and maybe even after? 100%. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I still, I mean, I feel like I still do, right? That doesn't go away, really. But, um, but yeah, no, for sure. For sure, leading up to it, because I was like, what am I doing? Like, Mm -hmm. this is such a weird, you know, uh, and yeah, I would, um, I, I would try to, like, I remember, like, a bit for no one, uh, that I think relaxed me because it felt like it's a funny, funnier story than it, it didn't like do anything in the moment. But like, like I said, I was just doing stand up, so I didn't have any props. But everyone else, they had costumes and props and music cues and spot, you know, like stuff <laughs> because everyone else is do, doing way more. Uh, and I didn't. And I remember them running backstage, like, do you need anything for your set? And I used to do, well, I still do this bit in life where like when someone, I'll just like, I'll act really distressed, like I need something, but I, only because I've, I see it in the room, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll be like, I, this is super last minute. I'm so sorry. I should have thought of this, but like, it's like a three-step ladder. I need like a three-step <laughs> and, and, that, and I could, it was literally like right behind this guy. And he's just like, okay, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And then like, he ran, he didn't even look at it. And I was like, that's ah, funny to me that like. And then he found the one that I was talking, like literally the one that I saw. And he's just like, oh my God, we found it the lad. I was like, oh, thank God, thank God. And so I, uh, that first set, I brought out a stepladder. I set it up and I just didn't reference it. And then at the end of the set, I closed it and walked off stage. Um, and again, no one, no one even remembers that. Or like when I like bring, it was a story like just for me. And it kind of calmed me because I felt mm-hmm. like I'm doing this 
extra bit to this guy. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> but I remember that kind of relaxing me in that moment because it kind of like, it was so funny to me that like, it, it was, most people catch on that it's a bit like the moment they see the thing, like the, the too specific of a thing, like right in the room, they're like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he follow up with you afterwards just like hey i'm really no i don't out. think no? like, i think That's i might have i might have just told him afterwards yeah you know it's so funny but like uh yeah it was like i described it to like a t that's like you know it, it needs to be three steps and have like silver so i have one at home it's like so it's silver and it's got like the black black steps it's got to have the black step with the silver sort of metal thing and you know and then, that's yeah, so just, great. Just describing an exact thing that's in the room. Yeah, but he was so excited to find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. It's so interesting too, especially because you started at such a young age where it's like, I didn't start till college. So I, I, it didn't go well, but I did try to drink before I did my first mic mm. and I was too nervous to even drink. I, I, I was just like shaking uncontrollably. Um, and other people I've talked to, you know, depending where they, you know, what age they started or <laughs> what circles they yeah. hung with, they may have smoked or something like that. But yours is, is definitely a, a safer yeah. route. And, and I'm I was definitely nervous. Like it's, you know, it's that thing where like, I feel like if I had video of it, probably the first thing out of my mouth would have been like a, a super big, like, you know, like sometimes when you start to talk and it's like a gulp instead, like it's just this nervous, like I, I can't yeah. <laughs> talk. I feel like it probably started some way. And then it took like the first couple of lines of talking to even get into anything. I don't remember exactly, but I feel, Did. and also probably like, yeah, I won that thing, but it was still probably trash. I might've just won because I was up against. Some <laughs> hey man, rope don't, don't downplay. <laughs> yeah. You be butt rope kid, man. You always have that. Did he, did he, uh, he was. Uh, he uh, was. I was going to say, did he join the second year? Did they invite him back? Or was no, he, did he I give think, up? On I these? think, well, the year I won it, I was the only junior in it. So it was a bunch of seniors. So the next year, oh, okay. The next year, they were all gone. It was a whole new crop of uh, whole new butt ropers coming in, trying to, trying to be Mr. Mr. Pinky High School. Man, wow. So you do that, you do that show, and then you said yeah. from the, so was the second time that you did that talent show even though you were uh, essentially a judge was that your yeah. second time doing stand-up or did you do it in between yeah. nope I wow <laughs> it took, and then, took a year so, off and then and then like uh again because i was like you know 16 i didn't know where to even go i just didn't think that i could you know um i would go see live stand-up but only at theaters because i couldn't get into comedy clubs so it was like you know, I have, I, at that time I was like, I was going, I, I, you know, I, I, I wanted to see as much stand up as I could. And I was like kind of obsessed with it, but, um, but I didn't think it was kind of like, to me, it was like, maybe when I'm 18, I'll be able to do this thing. Um, but I, again, I didn't do any research. I probably totally would have been allowed as a performer to do that at the time, sure. you know, but I, I didn't do any research and it was like, um, and I was also pretty content. I didn't know if I was going to keep doing it. Um, and then what happened was, so um, a friend of mine that was a year older than me, who I did improv with at school, and to this day, one of the, one of the funniest people I've, 
I know personally and just still a very good friend, but just super funny. Tony Pizaneski, he was a year older than me and he went to Western Michigan University and uh, he did like, he, he wasn't doing stand-up, you know, he was very supportive of me, but like he didn't do mm-hmm. like the talent show in high school. He was just super fun. Like he's just so funny. And he, he did stand up at Western for like a competition. This like last comic stand, it was last Bronco standing thing. Mm-hmm. I remember his brother telling me like, Oh, are you going to go see Tony in the finals of this thing? And I was like, what? Like Tony's in the standup? Like what? And then like, I was going to go to Western. Like that was, it had nothing to do with Tony. Mm-hmm. That's just where the school that I was going to go to Western Michigan university. And so by the time I did that second set, I knew that Tony was out there doing standup, um, you know, and he was asking me cause he won that competition and he was like, uh, are you going to do this next year when you're at Western? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, I need to do it. And, and I still remember him saying, I think it'd be a mistake if you didn't. And, uh, so cut to a year later, my third time doing standup is auditioning for this at Western Michigan university, this last Bronco standing competition. And, uh, and it was like three rounds, three or four rounds. The first round was very like American idol. Like last, it was literally just like three judges and just me. Oh like, so this is my third time doing stand up to just three people. Just, Oh God. And they're, and they're just like, they're just like people from the campus activities board. They're like, nobody they're important. Like they're students? just like, or like yeah, faculty? Yeah. Okay. No, they're just, <laughs> they're students. And there was a bunch of people like waiting in line and stuff. So, and again, I didn't really tell a lot of people I was doing this even because I was like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to go well or what this is. And they send you like little, I remember after it, somehow they, they told me that I, I was like the, like the top comic of everyone that Ooh, entered. Num- like number score. one seed. Look at that. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And so then I told some like people, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in this thing, you know? And, the, and I went to the next round and I was like first in that as well, or I finished first in, in the, the semifinals or whatever. And the finals was just three comics and, uh, doing like a longer set. And, um, I got second. Uh, so those were mm-hmm. my first five times doing stand up were high school account until, and then that's this last Bronco standing thing. And then the guy that won that at Western Michigan, Matt Loria, he became like a great friend of mine and a fellow comic that's still like doing stuff to this day. He was older than me. So I'm 18. He's, you know, 21. And he's like, he won. But I think we could both tell that we wanted to keep, you know, doing this. And we're both learning together because that was his first time doing it. It was that competition. I had a couple wow. extra shows on him, but that was years apart previously in high school. But then he was like, Hey, there's this comedy club in Kalamazoo, uh, which is where Western is, uh, mm-hmm. called the laughing post it's underneath Shakespeare. He's like, I, I was like, I can't get in. I'm under 21. Cause Shakespeare's was like a big college bar. And, uh, in the basement, they had this the laughing post, which I didn't even know about, but he was like, it's new. Like they just opened like thing. I've been going. And, uh, and I was like, oh, it's great. But like, I can't get in. He's like, no, no, no. I've, I've been telling him about you. You can come. Like, I, I already worked. And I was like, man, all right. So I, this was during the summer. So I was living back. Like I was back in my, I didn't have like um, uh, housing over there. So I was back on the east side of the state. But I drove out there. I stayed with Matt. Went to this open mic with him. And uh, 
so what happened is he he started like he was like hosting at this club so he wasn't just like you know hanging out like he was right. doing like some hosting stuff and so that's why he was like you gotta come out like, you gotta like this is be a real comedian like this is nuts and like so i go out and i i and it was so my first open mic was like on a thursday at uh the laughing post and in kalamazoo and uh i don't know i feel like there's probably maybe only like six to eight comics i don't remember there being a lot of comics um and uh i just did like the same five minutes that i was like doing for this mm-hmm. competition and so not all of this from high school most of that material wasn't i didn't do but like the five minutes i was doing for like the last bronco standing thing i did that and it went well and the booker came up to me afterwards uh which this just sounds fake but he like he walked he, he was like oh you're funny you're really funny. He's like, you knew, but you're, you, you know, uh, you're funny. You know, he's like, I booked this club in Chicago. I booked this club. And, uh, you know, I, I want to, I want to, I want to use your boat. Uh, um, so, you know, <clears throat> just, uh, you know, don't worry about, uh, you know, doing too much. Just do what you did tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't wear a hat. And I was like, tomorrow. <laughs> and he was like, uh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're hosting this weekend. And so I did my first open mic on a Thursday and then I got paid to host four shows oh, Friday, shit. Saturday. Wow. Which like, doesn't happen. No. And in hindsight, it's just because there was no like local scene there. Smaller pond, man. I and guess. I mean, I, and I just, it's wild to think about it. It was just so like, like a movie thing. This big, Cause he was wow. like, yeah. this guy was like very mafia like, or like, <laughs> like a cement worker. Like he's just like tough guy. <laughs> I was super intimidated by him. And he was just like, just the you're funniest. Yeah, you're hosting. Know, you're hosting. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll see you. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Don't wear a hat. And it was like, all right. Uh, and so then, Friday, Saturday, I'm, uh, I'm just doing the same uh, stuff. And now I'm like doing it for uh, like a real headliner. Crowds. Wow. And there were full shows, and I I did. Uh, it really well and it was surreal because it was also like the comic the headliner joey medina who is um uh he was like one of the latin kings of comedy back when they were doing like the blanks of comedy and every mm-hmm. sort of yeah. iteration with like george lopez and uh paul Regas, i think um but he he was like the soup he was he knew i think he, well either he could tell or i told him i forget how it came up but he knew that it was my first weekend for sure I don't know if he knew exactly that how little I've done <laughs> uh, that this was day two of me being in a comedy club. I don't know if he knew that, but, um, but he was super nice and he was just like, he had so many like nuggets of information and advice that I still hold on to to this day. And he also just like made me feel cool. Cause like, I think, I mean, he definitely knew I was 18. So he yeah. was just like, um, or actually, I don't know if he knew my age, but I just think he knew he knew that I was like this was my first weekend ever doing comedy, and it just made me feel cool to like have someone like that uh, treat me so cool, be so like supportive, and then just do like you know in between shows like oh, let's let's, uh, let's go do a shot, you know. It's just yeah. kind of like um, yeah. So it was it was a pretty wow. surreal like start, and then I was just kind of like. Once I was plugged in there with the laughing clothes, I would just kind of, uh, I had 
it's kind of been a regular rotation to like host. Wow. I mean, that's, that's incredible. (laughs) I mean, I think it took me like three years to like host at like our local clubs back home. And even then it wasn't very often. How did you, yeah, I was going to say, cause like hosting is even probably like even like a different skill in itself, like with energies and stuff. Like, did you, I didn't you, know anything. So yeah. <laughs> all I knew, all I knew is that I have this like, and they, they, they wanted you to do like um, a few minutes in between the feature and the headliner. That was how they mm-hmm. did it there. Yeah. And so I wanted to, so I had to like, I only had like this finite group of material. Again, writing new material was like a foreign concept to me. So I was just mm-hmm. like, well, I got this like 10 minutes. So I thought, you know, garbage, yeah, right, right. Garbage. But, yeah. <laughs> but in my mind, I had 10 minutes. So I was like, I do, I do this first seven here. And then I do these three in the, in between, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like, I was like, I remember having anxiety of like, I hadn't really bombed yet you know what i mean like i've been mm-hmm. this exact trajectory but i wasn't like naive like i knew it was bound to happen especially for real people in a comedy club yeah. like as opposed to like the easier like i'm college i'm performing for college kids like i can do more like college related stuff mm-hmm. uh i was i remember being worried that something was gonna <laughs> and, and me not know what to do and I remember asking Joey Medea that exact question, which is such a bizarre thing to ask. But I, because I think he said, like, "Do you have any questions?" And I was like, <laughs> "And I was like, what do you do when something doesn't work?" Like, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm because well, in my mind it was like, if something doesn't work in that first seven minutes, that means I'm pulling from that three to mm-hmm. do something, and then I have right. nothing to go back on. So I'm just in, like, I was just paranoid of like getting the fucking with the sound guy or like getting doing anything that would like yeah. be like oh trevor didn't do any time and thing, you know whatever so i remember feeling anxious about something not working and i don't I, I that weekend went fine but that was a real fear i had and uh and he said uh you can be the best boxer in the world you're still gonna miss a few punches and i immediately felt oh. like so much relief by yeah. such a like that's what I mean by like, hold on to this day. Like I used to write that in my notebooks and stuff. Cause it was a good reminder of like, Oh yeah, it's inevitable that stuff doesn't work on a night. Like that doesn't mean anything to you as a, as, as a boxer, you know, if you miss a few punches. Um, that's, that's great that he kind of uh, took you under his wing. Cause I'm sure you've seen comics that maybe aren't as, as warm, uh, regardless of who you are, but especially like being an 18 year old kid, you know, not really knowing what you're doing. It's like super. Yeah. Nice I mean, like, you know, I think, you know, and like years later I ran into him in LA and he didn't remember <laughs> <laughs> whatsoever, but it was very, it was very like, you know, to me, you're right. Cause like other people, even other people I worked with just immediately after like, the next few times I did were, just less conversational in general. Sure. So looking yep. back on that, it was, it was cool to have someone that wasn't like rolling their eyes at like, Oh my God, it was this his first time doing stand up? Like, but, yeah. but to, to be like, um, you know, cool. Cool about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's awesome. That's, that's a, a crazy trajectory. I don't think I've heard anybody kind of, uh, get to I mean, host a yeah. club so quickly. That's awesome. But then it's like, it's kind of that, 
uh, double-edged thing. Cause then once you have that and I'm a full-time college student, so I'm like, Oh, this is cool. It's like a very cool thing that I do now on certain weekends. And I get to, and then I started going up with Matt to Grand Rapids, at, uh, like Dr. Grins, um, which was a club up there. So it's maybe like 45 minutes from Kalamazoo. And, um, and I would, and I got in close with Stu McAllister there, who's the house MC. And so I'd fill in for Stu occasionally hosting in Grand Rapids. And, um, and there was like kind of a, a little group of younger myself, Matt and, um, Adam Daggy and, uh, and Alan True. We had like a, a group, we call ourselves 20 something funny somethings. And we did a couple of shows as that, like the four of us, that kind of yeah. thing. <clears throat> that wasn't like immediate. That was just, I'm just saying, I got in with this Grand Rapids crew and then, yeah. Like they were other, they were the first like other like peers because there really wasn't like a scene in Kalamazoo. Like they would come down or people from the east side would come over, but there was nothing like there at the time. And um, yeah, and then like, so then I was just, but I wasn't really like seeking out much beyond, you know what I mean? I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. going to mics. I wasn't. Yeah, it's kind of doing it. So my development, I feel like, when you look at like the first few years of of what I did, even starting from that comedy club, you know, it's compared to someone like three years in LA or three years in Chicago that's like actually you know out and doing stuff. Like that's way accelerated compared <laughs> to what I was doing. Yeah. You know, I just fell into that's... a thing and I was doing kind of the same material for the most part and having a lot of fun and I was taking it more seriously as I went but like um but as far as like a growth um and like writing so I feel like people that actually start with like this grind of, of mics progress way faster yeah you know well, that's it's 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 a great foundation that you have and obviously like you like it sounds like you had a really great, like you said, that kind of peer group or that support group um, with your group of friends that, you know, that's super helpful, especially in the beginning when you're like, not really sure how you're doing. Or, yeah. And I really liked things. doing, I mean, I was obviously, I would do much better in front of college kids being mm, yeah. that since I was a college student and I had more material for that. I could talk about right. underage drinking and running from cops <laughs> and whatever else thing, right. That, so I, I went to my campus activities board at Western and I was like, Hey, this is what the laughing post pays me to host and do their announcements on weekends. Um, uh, when you bring in comedians, like I'll, I'll, I'll do this for free. If I can open for them, I'll do all your yeah. announcements or whatever else. And they were like, Oh, that's sure. And they knew me cause yeah. I'd won. Oh, I should say. So the next year, my sophomore year of college, I did the last Bronco standing again and I won that year. Hell yeah. But then after that, I, that's, but I was kind of already doing laughing post stuff too. And that's when I went to the campus activities board and I was like, Hey, can I just open for all the comedians that you bring mm -hmm. to Western? Yeah. And they were like, all right, all right. You're like that, it, you, you know, it's a bunch of people that's... who don't want to go up and do announcements yeah. before a comedian anyway. So right, you're like, right. just do five minutes and just that's tell perfect. them about, and I was like, yeah, and they're like, and um and I feel like I was able yeah because I was had some experience hosting I was able to kind of use that to get that and then I started doing that I think 
the first couple of comics that I did that for, I think we're so grateful to have someone that like, Oh, usually when like a college didn't open for me, they're, they're terrible, mm-hmm. but you were, yeah. you were all right. And I was like, I mean, like I, don't, I do stuff at yeah. the thing or I know how to, and, yeah. uh, and they're like, the, I, I did a show for Lynn Coplitz. Uh, it was a New York comedian that was doing a bunch of colleges in the area. And she was like, well, I'm going to Michigan state tomorrow. You should open for me there. And I was like, well, I don't know anyone in Michigan state. They're like, no, no, you're going to open for me. Cause I just said, so I didn't know how yeah. like, stuff like that worked. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, so then I go and then like, I do really well. And then she like hypes me up. I've just known this person for like a day, you know, but she mm-hmm. then hypes me up to like their campus activities for like, Oh, Trevor's great. And he's local. You should use him. And then they're like, sure. Uh, do you want to open for so-and-so next month? And I was like, sure. And like, and then do you want to host our, they had like a last Spartan standing thing. They're like, do you want to host mm-hmm. our competition? And I was like, sure. And so then they were using me and then it was like once i knew that then i was just like whenever i'd open some for someone either at michigan state or now that i was plugged into both these colleges as opener i would then just ask the comedian like hey are you doing any other midwest colleges do you do you want someone to so you don't go up cold or get introduced by a awkward you know campus activities person and they're like sure yeah i'm doing central tomorrow or or next week or something and so then i would kind of just I, I, it was my way of like doing the crowd that I wanted to, which was college kids, but kind of yeah. just like, which uh, seems smarter in hindsight, but I just didn't know how to get other stage time at the time. And so I was like, and people, comics were, you know, were pretty nice about, um, which I think is a thing that I learned early on that still resonates. Most comics are pretty, pretty good about helping other comics especially if they see someone yeah. inside. And um, so, yeah, there would be like certain comics like Lynn or uh, uh, Dan Cummins for a while and Steve Byrne, mm-hmm. like some people that I remember doing that with that would then bring me to other colleges. Um, That's great. You know. did, did you ever do Kalamazoo College? Uh, I did. I did a like small thing at Kalamazoo College once, but I'm familiar with Kalamazoo College. I did a, my first road show was Kalamazoo college and we didn't, it was me. And like, I think it was like four other comics, Cleveland comics. Uh, and we didn't know that it was, uh, it's kind of like a religious college or something like that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a private something. Yeah. And I forget the, yeah. It was kind of, it's like there cause it's like mostly Western and then there's Kalamazoo mm -hmm. and then K college was like, it was like neat. It's like adjacent. It almost feels like mm-hmm. you could mistake it for being Western Michigan, but then you're like, Oh yeah. no, it's just these three buildings or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was kind of small, but they were, I mean, I, that was earlier on in my standup career. And I like, I didn't really have my voice yet. I was just like saying, it was like, you know, pretty dumb and young. And like, I remember I had a joke about like the strip club, like it wasn't like super dirty, but like you can just feel the air getting sucked out of the room. I was just like, I was at a strip club. And they were just like, oh, my God, like, we're, yeah, we can't talk about this. And, it was like, <laughs> and that I went first and I bit the bullet super hard for everybody else. And there was other comics that were like way dirtier than me that went up. And like it was just a really great uh, uh, a bomb for everybody. A lot of bombs that night. <laughs> it was nobody really came out alive, but it was a great experience. Glad we got to see Kalamazoo. Um, yeah. So I'm always, I'm always curious if people ever went to that college, but. 
Um, that's neither here nor there. Trevor, uh, as a closing piece, you, uh, you did mention kind of a lot of advice that you had been given. was curious if you had any for uh, maybe somebody that's even looking at doing stand-up for the first time, if you had something that uh, a piece of advice or any insight you'd give them, maybe just for the first show or, or stand-up in general, what, what would you say to them? And you always need that a three-step ladder if you can find one you always, backstage. <laughs> you always need that to, for, to do your first set. That's what I recommend. Uh, yeah, I think, no, I think I mean just honestly, it's just it's just doing it. That's always what I like. It sounds so simple, and like people told, I've heard people say that. I've heard people, and then like I, but I've like lived it. Like I knew like no one told me that, but it was like once I did that first thing, everything else felt like easier. It was much easier to even comprehend going to a comedy club or going to like a uh, thing if you just get it out of your system yep totally yeah and I, I remember like the first show like people were telling me, like don't be nervous like just you know get out there and, like imagine people naked and like all the things you hear about public speaking and <laughs> yeah stuff. but like you say it really is just like just do it like there's nothing i can tell another person about like getting over your fear you just have to do it and sometimes i, I mean and that's what i've like told people too like that you know i'm sure you've been like approached like after shows or so i'm just like oh i think about doing stand-up it's just like do it mm-hmm. just do it because then you can say you do it like no one like it's as simple right. as that like you go from being like i want to do it to oh i i did it and you can decide from there if you ever want to do it again or if you just want to do it as a hobby or if you want to take it seriously like it doesn't matter this is just about you so just do it yep <laughs> beautifully said and maybe it'll Trevor. change maybe your whole outlook will change maybe it'll go from being a hobby to like oh now i'm actually getting some work like maybe this is something that you know and it's organic or it's just it never leaves or it's just that one time and you just get out of your yep. system and you go mm-hmm. ah it's not for me but yeah. you know i did stand up once you know that's right you always have that well trevor thank you so much for joining the show for all the uh insight and stories this was uh really educational maybe our, our most <laughs> educational episode that we had uh, it's great to hear about your your story background make sure you guys follow trevor smith on all the social media platforms trevor what what are your your handles if you want to plug those it's real uh quick? it's hey trevor smith on everything wow look at that consistent messaging and branding i wish i could do that but <laughs> i have a lot of hyphens and underscores and a lot of mine but make sure you guys follow trevor smith hey trevor smith on all social media platforms, and we'll see everybody on the next Look Who's Bombing Now podcast.